This is Mike, Tom, and Jim, and we are one more than two. We are three sweet meat bro. fucking marks oh it's good to be back yeah yeah it's been a while but we're back uh yeah gents welcome back we have a a a fun show um we're gonna shoot the shit a bit uh we actually all went to a dynamite together um we're gonna talk about the game because that just dropped um but we're gonna do something um a little fun we're gonna do our six month uh half a year review uh, we're going to cover a bunch of topics and we're going to get into some fun stuff. And I, I, I've got some picks that I think are going to going to be uh, talked about. Uh, really interested to get into this. So, gentlemen, without further ado, I guess let's this is a I don't know, three sweet me bro inspired clickbait. I don't know. We're just we're just going to shoot it. So, uh, yeah, let's chat. Yeah, I, uh, I like I said, right before we started recording, uh, I went to Dynamite and all I got was COVID. Uh, so it was I mean, it was a great show. We went to we went to the go home Dynamite right before Forbidden Door. So for those of you who have never been to a taping or aren't aware, um, they do Dynamite live and then they do a taping of Rampage. Uh, and then we also got a bonus match. We got a bonus Ring of Honor match at the end of that as well, which was fantastic. It was a great show. Um, I am pretty sure Jeff Jarrett heard all of the horrible things I said to him as he was fighting 10 feet away from us, maybe because yeah. I, I get loud when I need to. Uh, and uh, so during during his fight with Mark Briscoe, I got got to got to yell at him quite a bit. That felt good. But I mean, um, we I still get goosebumps thinking about all the talent we saw in that room. You know, we here we are. These these three jamokes, these three jabronis from northern Illinois. And we're in the same room as you know Minoru Suzuki and Tetsuya Naito and fucking Okada and and Shibata and Sonata and uh (laughs) Jesus and Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega and CM it was Osprey yeah it was unreal and like it was funny because I think it was about halfway through maybe even Almost close to over where Jim, that's when you leaned over and you were like the amount of talent in this room right now. And it just kind of was like, holy crap. And yep. I think my highlight of the night was, of course, my beautiful wife, Kate, joined us. Um, and <laughs> after Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> she was like, she leans over and she can already hear my voice. And she's like, I, I think you went all in on Jeff Jarrett. And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> my voice was gone. Like, and she was just laughing at all of us. And she was like, she couldn't stop laughing because she was like the minute 
Jeff Jarrett showed up. All I heard was the three of you just, <laughs> just rained down awfulness. And she was just, she thought it was just so funny. And she just, God bless her for coming, but she had a really good time. And it was, it was great. Any, 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 I mean, God, what to pick from as, as far as highlights. Cause it was like Jim said, it was a go home. So it was just real quick in your face, you know, kind of like got to get all this in. And, and I mean, I'm trying to even remember like, what all was done, but I'd, I'd have to say the highlight for me was Shibata. I, I Shibata and Okada. I'd never been in the same room as those guys. Okada just came running down and I lost my mind and Shibata actually wrestled. And like, just knowing that man and what he's been through, it's like, I've never been on pins and needles. I think ever for a wrestling match as much as like, Oh my God, one slip and he could really hurt himself again kind of thing. So anyway, but Tom, what was Tom and Jim? I know Jim, obviously Jeff Jarrett, but I know there was some other stuff. So we'll, we'll go around again. But Tom, what were your highlights from from the Dynamite? Highlights uh, for sure. Like I mean, Shibata. I talk about Shibata all the time. I think Shibata is probably top three, uh, top three of my favorite wrestlers. And I, I didn't know. I didn't know the card going into it. Uh, both Mike and Jim were like. Oh man! And before they were talking, I was like, "Will you shut up? I don't want to know a damn thing." And, uh, and Mike, Mike, I think you guys both spoiled one. And I think it was the Zack Saber Junior one. But uh, you were yeah. like, "You don't know who he's. You don't know who he's fighting." And I was like, "No, no, be quiet." Uh, and Okada, I mean, come on. When are we? I mean, aside from going to Japan, maybe. Uh, when are we ever going to like be in the same presence building as Okada? Um, Highlight for sure, um, for me, I actually was like the the Chicago crowd. I love nothing more than when Chicago goes completely bonkers. And we'll probably talk about it, but that poor woman who... She was with the. She was with John Morrison. So Johnny, Johnny, good times. Johnny, good times. AEW's new signing, Johnny Good Times. So Johnny Good Times, aka John Morrison, uh, appears. And but before that is like this ten minute rap battle. But the crowd just dumped booze all over. Like not booze, like B O O Z E booze. Uh, And the, the crowd just was like. This is why I love a Chicago crowd. When we love something, we go completely bananas. And when we hate something, we will let you know. And boy, did we not like that segment. Um, other than that, I mean, I thought it was just an overall fun show. I, I, I miss going to wrestling shows with you guys so much. It's some of the funnest uh, times I've ever had in my life. So uh, it was just such fun to, to get out with you guys again and, and go catch a show finally after all the, the horrible last couple of years we've been through. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I have to really quick, Jim. It was so funny when Tom, cause I, I forgot about that too, that we didn't tell you the card. And when Shibata came out, I just feel these hands on my shoulders and I turn around. <laughs> Tom has just got this like, like go eyed <laughs> little kid. Like, and I just was like, yes, this is why I love wrestling. It's just, yeah. Oh my God, that was just too much fun. And then actually, I don't know if you guys knew it, but the um, Anthony Bowens bit with the I am gay or he's gay, that went viral and actually was a really big, and Caitlin was like, Kate was like, oh God, for the right, and I was like, no, for the right reasons. It was like the first time he's publicly, I think, televised or communicated out loud and it was on national television, but like the whole audience was, what a cool moment. So great great moment. seen some really cool things in that, in that arena. And that was definitely one of them. But Jim, what were, other than obviously Jeff Jarrett getting (laughs) getting fucked up by Briscoe, what was your highlight? What were your highlights? Getting to like be that close, like other than 
the likelihood that Jeff Jarrett heard my death threats. I would say the highlight uh, for me was <laughs> um, I thought one of the coolest, one of the reasons that, you know, anybody who's listening, if you've never been to a live event, uh, I can't suggest highly enough, get your ass to a live event. It's worth it. Even if you're sitting in the nosebleeds, go because it's a whole different feel. You get a whole different appreciation. But one of the things that I love is those chance opportunities that you get. And for me, it was when it was after the show. And uh, we're standing outside and we're waiting for me to get my fanny pack because I'm a I'm an adult (laughs) and it's 2023. So I had a fanny pack and I had to go pick it up from the coat check. And while we're standing in line for the coat check, so I get my fanny pack out of the corner of my eye. I'm talking to Tom on my left. I'm talking to Tom on the corner of my eye. I see Jimmy Jacobs and I went, holy shit. Out loud, I said, holy shit, that's Jimmy Jacobs. And as he walks past me, the guy behind him goes, hey, Bobby Heenan, because I had a Bobby Heenan shirt on. And I go, that's fucking Tony Schiavone. So Jimmy Jacobs and Tony Schiavone brushed past me. Um, and that was really fucking cool for me for a, no, a multitude of reasons, not least of which is that I'm a, you know, I, I teach broadcasting. Uh, I'm a big fan of the broadcast angle of professional wrestling. Tony Schiavone is obviously a legend, but also I got a real big kick out of how tiny they both were because uh, they walk right <laughs> past me and I'm like, I feel like a fucking giant next to those two. And admittedly, I am like, I, we, we have photographic evidence. I'm larger than Brody King. That doesn't mean I can do anything. Well, about I was going to say, I, I am physically larger than Brody King. We're all relatively tall. I'm six, two, and Jim is taller than me. And I was towering over Tony Schiavone because he, yes. Jim was like, Oh God. And I'm like, and I saw him and he like came maybe mid chest. I was like, Holy crap. He's, he's really short. Guy. Yeah. Little, little it was guy. really cool. Those are really cool. And I wish I was, I wish I was paying attention a little bit more, but yeah. I was coming down from a fun event. So yeah, it is. And that's the thing is you get the whole experience of it, mm-hmm. you know, like it's watching the show is great, but being in that crowd and, and like Tom said, a Chicago crowd, especially there's an energy in that building. Uh, and you know, when, and I, I just looked it up, her name was Harley Cameron because that was one of the things that was being shouted during that segment was who are you? <laughs> Nobody knew who the fuck she was. Yeah, because she wasn't allowed to speak. Everybody was just booing the shit out of her. Um, So I love that segment too. I love the fact that it went viral in a positive way. Yeah, Uh, you know, like that was what a lot of people were saying on Twitter. uh, Was you know, like you know, think about ten years ago in professional wrestling, calling someone gay was a horrific insult, and now it's being cheered. You know, that's a that's 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 a beautiful thing. So, oh, yeah, uh, I, I love that moment with the acclaimed and then poor Harley Cameron. But well, yeah. Yeah, I, I I just the whole overall experience was just, you know, it was phenomenal. Oh, no, it was. Oh, my God. We got what well, I think we at least got several. I know I'm pretty sure our the three of us got a sky blue chant going for sure. Oh, yeah. There was that one. And then there was a couple more we got. But it was just again to Jim's. you got to go to a live event like find a good crowd and don't be afraid. I mean, obviously like don't be an asshole, but like have fun and like get stupid and get silly. And like, it just, Oh man. And the guys behind us were having a hoot and you could tell they were, they were, we were just riffing off each other and it was just, Oh, it's yeah. Nothing beats a Chicago wrestling crowd. And it's weird too. Cause there it is. And I, I don't know if you guys have Jim, if you've been there yet, the now arena, so um, no, I haven't been to that one yet. Yeah. So I, Tom and I have been to that one and that one's interesting. And that's the one where they're always like, Oh, Chicago and whatnot. That's where all out's going to be. They're actually doing tickets for it now, but 
I think I'm just a little oversaturated. I might. Yeah, I know. I was thinking I'm like, uh, do I rally the troops? But I'm like, I got a lot going on and, and yada, yada. And I'm hoping the next one is the um, they usually do the the Black Wednesday or whatever it is mm-hmm. the day before Thanksgiving. And that is a fun show. That's I want to get you guys together again for. So um, but I, it definitely feels like there's a difference. So it'll be I'd like to get out and like to a now arena show and see because it's 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 not to me. It's not that Chicago wrestling crowd. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like the burbs kind of mixed in. It's right next to us. So you got a lot of you know what I mean? It, it, it's not that crowd. Yeah, that we wrestling fans. It's weird because I mean, it's they're, they are like right outside of Chicago and it's a great it's yeah. just an interesting. It's a different vibe. It's still good. Still a hot crowd, but it, it it's not as intense. It's not. In the, yeah, it's not in the city. Yeah, so it's weird. I don't know, but yeah, people yeah. aren't showing up on the train. They're showing up in their minivans, and that creates yeah. a different energy for sure. <laughs> like I, legit, like I'm, you know, I, to, to be the to be the old man here again. But Anarchy Rules, nineteen ninety nine, it was at the Odeon, right? Which is in oh, the wow. burps. It's in the outskirts. Yep. And so it was an ECW show, but it was it was an ECW show in the suburbs. Mm. And so, you know, it definitely didn't have the same energy. didn't have the same vibe to it, but uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Still a great fucking show. Still phenomenal. I still rewatch it and oh my God. squeal with joy, but it was, it is, it's a, it's a different, it's a different feel in the burbs. So yeah, I'm, I hear you, Mike. I think that'd be interesting to kind of lay those out side by side and see which, you know, see how they, they really stack up. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it'd be fun. It's, they don't, it, I think they usually just do the pay-per-views out there. Um, so like all out. And then I think they've been trying to do more in the wind trust. Cause it's just so, I mean, look at the dynamite and rampage were like must see t- to me and, and my, you, they had to have, I didn't see that rampage. I haven't watched it back yet. Cause again, I was just a little oversaturated with <laughs> wrestling. And, um, but I, so I don't know if they edited it out, but I mean, it was legit. That woman, you couldn't hear a word she was saying. Like mm-hmm. the minute she'd it open was, her mouth, heavily edited. Yeah. It had to have been very, very like heavily edited. And it was just, but it's good. It's good stuff, man. Didn't you say at one point you noticed that they like, they just put the, the hard camera down? Because they were like, yeah, we can't use any of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that's because, yeah, we were, we were sitting directly across from the hard cam, yeah. which is how we ended up getting on TV more than a few times, which is several cool. times. Um, you know, so you can see when the red light is on, you know, when the, the hard camera is the hot yeah. camera and when it's not. And yeah, at one point you see the hard camera just goes dark (laughs) there was they weren't gonna get anything usable because of yeah so yeah like tom said they were they edited the shit they really boosted her her mic in post-production so you could hear her Mm -hmm. uh it was yeah it was it was it was rough yeah oh boy man well i mean i guess that kind of that kind of leads into the next thing you know before we get into our year in review where i think we're we're really going to talk some shot but just um, you know, we'll go over the last couple of couple of weeks and whatnot. So we've been we've been off for a bit, but um, one of the cooler things that dropped a little rough uh, is the new AEW Fight Forever game. Hell yeah, um, man! What a trip down uh, uh, nostalgia lane! Like so much so, uh, Jim and I we 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 went halfsies to get my brother a copy so the three of us could play. Oh, guys, we, thank you so we, much. We, for that, by the way. We still, you're so welcome, dude. What like. I'm going to get Mickey a copy and like, cause he, he was the one who gave me no mercy and all that. So he knows even he's, he doesn't follow it as much, but he knows just that style of play. And 
Oh man. So I can't wait for the four of us to, fight, to all get together. Tom and I have played it a couple and it is, it's buggy. It's definitely got some things, some kinks to work out, but Jesus Christ, Tom and I weren't even FaceTiming and I was laughing hysterically as he's just MJF just doing his like crotch top. And I just know Tom, Tom and I are just on that level of, yeah. of, of brothers. And he, he, he do like a, like a, like a drop toe hold and immediately get up and start doing it. I'm just like, this is why I love this game. Part. I'm like, you know, you got to play the part. This, this right. game is going to be so much fun, but yeah, no. So I, I initial thoughts, I kind of want to hear it. Um, you know, Jim, I know you will, I want to start with you because you were really tracking the game and yeah. watching the gameplay and like, what do you, what do you think? Is it living up to love it. living up to the hype or, you know, are you anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and when, like you said, you know, there's obviously bugs to work out. That's true of any game, right? It's true of anything. But I, I love the fact that I can play it right out of the gate. I could play it. Yep. And God, was that like, I love the 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 simplicity. The controls make sense. I like the, the creator wrestler has significant options, but it's not overwhelming. You know, that's one of the problems I've had with the WWE 2K systems is that creator wrestlers like Jesus Christ, do I have 17 hours to dedicate to this? <laughs> um, oh, man. You, know, you can really do cool shit with it. I like I love the story mode. Uh, I love the story mode that they have in there. That's been a lot of fun um, so far. I'm just, I'm really enjoying it because it's playable. You know, like one of the, one of the, one of the first things I did when I turned on the game was played a few rounds, played a couple, you know, had a couple matches with some of my favorites, kind of get the feel of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And then my kids came in and they, they saw the creator wrestler. And they're like, I want to create. Okay. They did. And so right away, both of my kids made their own wrestlers. And it was, I mean, like my, my 10 year old is a savant, right? My 10 year old knows the switch, like nobody's business. He was all over that shit. My nine year old never plays video games and she was getting into it and she could <laughs> figure it out and she could put these things together. And, and it was really cool too, for me, from a parent perspective, because when they were picking up their move sets, and, you know, they were like, you know, like, what are you, you know, at one point, uh, my nine-year-old Elsie, she wanted to have a clothesline as her finisher. I was like, no, honey, no, that's not, we don't do that in this house. <laughs> and so I had to show her all of the different moves. And I was like, oh, wait until you see this one, honey. And like, you know, so they got to learn some of the moves through that. And, and it just, it reminded me of when I was a kid, you know, and, and oh, yeah. I learned a lot about hockey by playing NHL 93. I learned a lot about wrestling by playing No Mercy, by playing SmackDown, right? And so was, I, I love that this gives my kids that opportunity that I, I think the WWE 2K games, they're meant for hardcores. They're meant for more advanced people. And and so I like, I lo- love um, that Fight Forever kind of brings it back to the, to the common folk. <laughs> I, I, I love it a lot. I'm a big fan. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm, have you, um, really quick, Tom, have you guys seen the, um, uh, the gameplay for the, the new, I guess one of the updates that's coming Yes. Um, stadium stampede. I, all I saw was hangman riding around on a horse and I'm like, if I get to do that, so whatever, hundred dollars. Yeah, no problem. Like it's, but it's, so we know there's releases coming. And I think even Kenny Omega said, who is really in it, Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, very, involved with the game had said we're well aware of what's going on some of the glitches like this is we need to know this and he seemed to be like no give me the feedback and which i thought was really cool and i mean that guy is a game head like is i one of the like i think he even plays professionally or it's like he's insane like he's like a super industry fighter 
Yeah, he's like really big. So it's, I, you know, there's updates coming, which is fine by me. But right now, like you said, Jim, Jesus, oh my God, so much fun. Like it is just, and it's like you said, playable. Uh, it's great. But Tom, I, I want to hear what you think. Cause I, you know, I know you've got kids too. And if they've played with it and you know, what do you think just out of the gate? Um, I, I mean, I echo everything that Jim said. I, I, I like the sigh of relief that I like uttered with like how easy it was when I started. Like before we played, Mike, I was like, okay, I'm going to like futz around with it. Like try to get used to it. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, similar to 2k, but I've heard it's not. And it was just like super simple. Just one right after another. I was like, dude, this is amazing. And same with creative, uh, like create a wrestler. I created a smoky mountain type, uh, heel, which I'm (laughs) to show you gentlemen. And, uh, it was just super simple. I was even like, same thing with you, Jim. I was just like, Holy shit, this isn't going to take me like an entire day to do. Um, so I love it. Yeah, it is buggy. I, there's a lot of like, I think what annoys me the most is the backlash that it's getting because it's something new. It's something fresh. And I think a lot of people wanted like 2K and right off the gate, they were like, this is not going to be like 2K. This is going to be, you know, a throwback. And I, I think that's just like, it's that tribalism nonsense again, where it's like, Oh, well they can't afford to make a good game. And I was like, no, I'm just tired of like how serious the 2k system is. And it's just like, you could be like creating a character for like a week on that. Like it's insane. And, and I just love it. all just comes back to the simplicity of it. It's simple. It's fun. And also to Mike, I can't remember who you were, but, uh, uh, Johnny Hungy got a seven star match right here, baby. <laughs> first of his career and uh, first of many. May I add? First of many. <laughs> it's, I, I love I, that too. I love that they give you like a rating. I think that's so great. It's just, it's so wonderful. It's just like a, 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 a it pulls from all different areas and I, I love it. I think it's just so much fun. And you also get oh, to walk yeah. out wearing like eight belts. Yeah. Like you can be a belt collector, which. Well, that's- my favorite, my favorite, like inside kind of like joke, I guess is the way to put it is I texted you guys this in the, in the move set, the F five is called diverticulitis. Sad. And I, I, I'll be honest, I laughed my fucking ass oh, off. <laughs> I was like, what's it? Cause I'm going through the list and I'm like, I've never heard. I'm, I'm a big wrestling fan. I've never heard of a diverticulitis. And then I get to it. And it's an F5. And I went, Oh, <laughs> it took me a second too. And I was like, Oof, oof. At first, I, I thought you were joking, Jim. I was like, geez, that's, that's brutal. And then I saw, I saw it too. And the grand was like, Oh my God. It was great. Shot fucking fired AEW. God damn. But yeah, no, it's fun. Like, but it is, it is a little frustrating. And maybe it's just because I haven't played it enough yet. But um, I'm still struggling to get a like a little bit of the hang of the reversal system. Oh, yeah. The reversal um, I'm not doing so hot in road to elite. I mean, I'm I started off like the casino battle royal. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna win this because I put it on normal. I got my ass kicked immediately. And I was like, okay. And then I lost, I'm like 10 and three. And I'm like, what the hell? And like, it is just, oh man. Yeah. It's the reversal system is just a little tricky, but like, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it, it is to your credit. It's just like revenge. It's just like no mercy. And it's just, it takes a little bit of time to get that. And I think, I think that's also part of the backlash is like, that's, that was at the time, probably like the pinnacle of wrestling games. There was no, yeah. I think, SmackDown was maybe just getting started, maybe. And it it definitely didn't look like the 2K. I mean, it was horrible pixel. I mean, it, you know, the PS1, whatever. 
But oh my God, the revenge with the different sets, same with No Mercy, the creator, everything was just so simple. And I think it was, it's just, it's too many people haven't played it. And so that's what stinks about it is because I've, I've had a couple of people be like, what is No Mercy? And I'm like, the greatest wrestling game ever made. (laughs) (laughs) It it reminds me a lot of like my, my students that I have when, when in a film class, because I'll show them like, to this day what blows my mind is how many of them don't think airplane is funny right or or yeah exactly they don't they don't get the humor of airplane immediately yes or or the like i i used to love showing the jack nicholson film chinatown because i think it's a great example of a lot of different techniques and aspects we talk about it's a great movie absolutely admittedly there's some by modern standards corny shit like the big reveal of the film kids started laughing at and i was like okay now you're just making me mad because you know because (laughs) the acting style they're just so unfamiliar with it reminds me a lot of modern day gamers want realism right the trend has been towards give me the best graphics possible give me the best most realistic visuals possible but you lose gameplay options that way yeah whereas fight forever went with the gameplay and not the realistic visuals yes i will three thousand percent admit the 2k series has phenomenal graphics it's amazing but it's unplayable you know like it, it, it for me 2k is is you you book a show and then you hit play but you don't actually control anybody because it just frustrates the shit out of you. Whereas fight forever is more active. I can get in there. I can play these characters. I can have them do what I want. I have more control and yeah, it doesn't look like I'm watching a 4k, you know, show, but that's okay because it's part of the mystery. It's part of the, the suspension of disbelief. Anyway, it's okay that it doesn't look realistic to me, but unfortunately a lot of people these days, that's what they want is they want yeah. the realism they want the hyper realism and, fuck you you know <laughs> it's not necessary yeah. yeah 2k just became like all 2k to me came became was street fighter it's all timed out on like especially that's why i kind of prefer yeah they're rough but i also like if you could time out 2k perfectly you you could reverse literally everything and that's that's exactly how like gamers in like street fighter do the whole like chains where they're like they land like an eighty thousand hit combo it's because they're they can time out like I can, I'm this, I mean, I'm dumbing this down even for like beyond me. It's like, is that it's like, it's literally like frames and stills that they can like, when they, as soon as they click it, it's an immediate reverse. And so like, I'm kind of glad that it, like I can lose every once in a while. Cause like in 2k, it just, if you, yeah. if all three of us were playing and all dedicated 12 hours a day to playing it, it wouldn't be any fun period because none of us could land a move. Mm-hmm. And that, right. that shit is annoying. So it's like, I, 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 I love I love the I love that it's still new, still early, it's still in development. I think it's great. Yeah. One of my favorite game memories is with you, Mike. We were we were at Target and they had they had SmackDown versus Raw. And uh, like and you could play, you know, on one of those consoles you could play there in the store. Yeah. And I hit you with the people's elbow 14 times in a row. That was immediate. It was actually a media play. Is that a media play? It was that media, media play? Jesus Christ. It's just yeah. it was, it was there's nothing realistic about it, right? There's none of this stamina bullshit. None of this, you know, like, oh, you're now your neck is broken. It was just 
I just happened to hit you 14 times in a row with the people's cell phone and watching your anger build like the seventh people's elbow was your peak of anger. And then it got funny. Like it was like, God, God, fuck, God, shit, mother. And then you realize just how hilarious it was. You it was can't do that in 2K. Mm-hmm. You can't have that kind of an experience. In no. 2K. <laughs> no, you cannot. No, Sorry my, about that, Mike. I still owe you an apology for that. Oh no, it was hysterical because I think I was like, I got a. I think when I finally got like a pedigree, it was just, oh my god, we are there. We we're just there to kill time or bother you, Tom. I, I can't remember, but <laughs> no. What I what I love about um, <clears throat> Fight Forever is the it's like, kind of like in No Mercy when you find kind of the surprise like specialties and whatnot. Like I just found Kenny Omega does the he the top rope. Where he, it's, I think he, he's done it. He called, I can't remember. It's some game, some Final Fantasy maneuver or something, but it's like he picks him up and then, or it's like he, it's like an electric chair drop in and then he catches him and then he Germans him. It's, I, oh, I, yeah. 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 And he does it off the top rope in this game. And I was like, oh, that was fun. And then I found out he does the, the one winged angel from the top rope too. And I'm like, Oh my God, that was, and I was like, and I actually was like, I actually like got giddy and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun when we figure this out. But like, it, oh my God, it, it's, and he does the, his taunt, he does the Terminator thing. So I'm trying to figure out how to time that to like fly over the top rope. And I'm like, this is, I love this game so much. And I'm like, this, literally it was just the, the, the night I know Jim, you weren't able to join us, but oh my God, I was like, I felt like I was back got what late teens early however old we were just being goofy as fuck with that stupid game and i'm like oh god so much fun yeah and again because it's simple because it's just like simple it's so easy to pick up that you can you can have a beer and still play the game you can fuck around and still play the game you don't have to commit and yeah it's just it's just it's it's what a video game supposed to be enjoyable Mm -hmm. So we came up with, uh, I'd say nine topics. Um, and then we've got three kind of bonus, uh, questions. So I'd say 12 altogether. Um, I think it covers the gamut, uh, uh, you know, over the past six months. Um, I think it's going to be really fun, really interesting conversation. Um, there's been a lot of shit that's happening. That's for fucking sure. Um, but, um, we'll start off with, um, I thought I'd go with few to the year so far. Um, there's definitely been some stuff at play. Um, obviously I think there's the big one. Um, you know, and that's the bloodline storyline. Uh, but, um, you know, there's there's other ones out there. So we'll start with this one. Um, Tom, what would you say so far is your feud of the year? You know, just to be simple, I think I have to go honestly with the bloodline. I think I, I'm actually looking forward to where it's it's headed. I like that, you know, um, they pulled the trigger on, on turning Jimmy and Jay a little faster. because I think they definitely started to lose some people. Um, I'm very curious. I think the whole stuff with solo, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a feud of the year, um, more story of the year. Um, sure. But I think the Jay and Jay and, uh, um, Roman Reigns one is going to be, I think that that is going to be a great payoff. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I hate most of the, I would say like 98% of the WWE product right now. Uh, <laughs> and that is seriously, if, you know, I'll argue with anybody on this podcast that that uh, wants to show up 
uh, except with you two. But uh, <laughs> but no, I think I think the bloodline is is probably the best thing they have going for the company right now. And when it ends, that's <laughs> I'm going to be a little worried for WWE because boy, they're cashing in hard with the storyline. So yeah, I think the bloodline right now is is probably my favorite story arc and feud, if you will. Uh, what about you, Jim? What do you got? Uh, I. I'm a sucker for storytelling as we've covered several times in this, this podcast. Um, I really enjoyed death triangle versus the elite best of seven series for the trios title. Mm. Um, and here's why that was fun. Um, I love the progression of not only were they great matches, but I love the progression of Penta turning Phoenix Pac turning Penta, you know, it, in match one, it's essentially faces versus faces. And then, you know, you start the desperation kicks in and just I love watching that growth and that character shift uh, and ended up adding a whole nother layer uh, to that that kind of feud and that kind of story. So I thought it was really well done. The matches were fantastic. Uh, and again, I love that element of, you know, the, the ring bell hammer, you know, and, and how that got kind of elevated and elevated and elevated. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was really creative and I thought that was great. It was, you know, it was the classic best of seven. You know, one one side goes up three zero and the other side has to come back because you're going to get the seven. When they say a best of seven, oh, yeah. you're going to get the full fucking oh, seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Nobody's sweeping that shit. You know, yeah, it's going to go please. the full seven. <laughs> come um, on. But I love the way that they built it um, and they 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 each match played off the match previous. And I, I thought it was really well executed. And and honestly, I yeah, think we good. saw some of the best damn wrestling out of those seven matches. I, yes. I, I'm not a big trios guy, uh, but man, they when those three guys, it's just poetry. It's just pure yeah. art when they when those guys get together. It's yeah. Jim, great pick. I, I, I second that, man. That was that was an amazing series, too. It really, it, no, a hundred percent. Um, that was a good one. Um, you know, I, it is for as much as I shit on the young bucks, um, <laughs> they work, they, they, they trying to think of tag teams that work well together, but like them and the Lucha brothers just work. They, I don't know how they do it, but they do it well. If they stumble, they recover really well and strongly. And it was it. I mean, you can't deny it. It was Everything is just, you know, a wrestler's dream, you know, great wrestling, great storytelling. And of course, you're going to get the full seven. So, Mm. no, solid pick, Jim. Solid pick. Um, Me, um, Tom, I'm with you, um, is the bloodline uh, for me. I know I really, honestly, I know. (laughs) I I know. And it's I've been going back and kind of cherry picking and I've been been trying to be selective of my WWE watching because I have a lot of problems with them. Um, you know, with the product and also what they're doing, you know, as an organization, um, you know, but I, at the end of the day, it's, you know, just watch wrestling, wrestling's wrestling. So trying to, you know, at least get to that. <laughs> and I've just been going back and watching some of the storyline. And I mean, just, you can include the Sammy and KO at WrestleMania with the Usos. I, I, I was, that was a great match. I, I, that was, I think we talked about it and how I, it was my, that was Absolutely. my pick out of all of them. Great. You know, again, great storytelling, great wrestling. And it just was one of those weird magical moments where Jesus Jones, you know, the WWE actually did something right and great story. And it just, you know, so it started lead me down a little bit. And then just after this, uh, this past Smackdown, I think it was, I don't know if you saw some of the stuff where Roman like low blows and I'm just like, Oh man, 
like Roman is just, they are just really going in deep on him being a heel. And I, I like it. I think it's kind of, yeah, I think this is going to be really fun and refreshing. Um, you know, and it just brother versus brother stuff or not brother versus brother, but like brother coming to the aid and getting beat up by solo. That's good stuff. You know, that pulls at my heartstring, obviously with my brother. And I know Jim, you know, with your brothers and, 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 and such. So it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my pick. And I, with you, Tom, I am cautious to see, like, are they going to cash all in by SummerSlam? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I just don't see Jay. I think is it, is it, it's Jay, right? That's, yeah. I don't see Jay as a world I, to take the belt off Roman. I can't see that. I, so I don't know where they're going to go after that. It, it, they're going to, they're definitely going to need something big. I think I, I don't think it's going to be there. I hope it's not the rock. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe it's the, you know, maybe it's the grill is a destiny. I don't know. Um, which would be really cool. Uh, but that's, I think that's a stretch, but yeah, so far I think that's it. Um, you know, but Jim, I mean, it's solid pick with the, with the trios titles and there's definitely been a ton and there's obviously more to come, but no, that was not bad. Actually, I thought, I thought we were actually going to go three for three, to be honest. <laughs> I, I really did. Sorry. No, Damn that's okay. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, okay. <laughs> All of our picks are just the same. <laughs> From here on out. Oh, yeah. Interesting podcast, guys. <laughs> What the fuck? We can like, change it from three sweet me bro to three guys one brain. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, how does it, accurate? I I don't understand. How does it? How does it even make female wrestler of the year? I, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so anyway, so no, so we have the feud of the year, and it, I don't know. To me, in my brain, it made sense to so far, gentlemen. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Match of the year. What? I oof. Who to Mike, pick? You go first on this one. Okay, and and hang with me here because <laughs> good start. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come. I think it's gonna come up. I really do. So far for me, um, it was Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del Vikingo on Dynamite. That and and because like it, that, I can't remember being that excited. I didn't even see it live watching you guys and that reaction. And then Tom just was like, and Tom and I texted on the side and he's like, if you, he's like, please, for the love of God, tell me you've seen it. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. I know that's so silly, but like I watched it even the other night and was like <gasps> popping like a crazy maniac. But Tom was like, pay attention to the crowd too. And I was like, okay, you know, and it just made, it was like, that was why I love wrestling. And it, it, uh, to be honest, it reinvigorated me to be, to, to, you know, cause I was, it, not saying that AEW was getting stale, but it was just, you know, it has a lot of characteristics of WCW. WWE is obviously not my jam and whatnot. It just seemed, but something about that match just really, I was like, holy shit. And we obviously, we covered it extensively <laughs> several episodes ago. I think it was our, our pick for match of the week. And it just, it, it, I had to go from, I just wanted to come at it from a different angle. And it just, because it just got me so invigorated, which to me, um, we'll, we'll see what, you know, before I say my kind of runner up was, I think what led to my runner up being close, but like it wasn't, it was because of Kenny and El Hijo del Vikingo that really reinvigorated me and, and kind of like, oh my God, no, there's good stuff brewing and there's good matches coming and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my pick. And yeah, so little different. I, I, I can tell, but 
Um, Jim, what? Uh, how about you? Uh, well, I I went with what I think is one of the obvious ones, uh, but maybe not the obvious one. Uh, I went with uh, Osprey versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. So the first the first Osprey Omega match of the year. Uh, I I just thought it was beautifully executed. Uh, it was much more intense. I think their match at Forbidden Door was obviously amazing. I will never speak ill of it, um, but I think the novelty of it being the, that first mega show uh, it still holds a special place for me. Um, in particular, the 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 table spot outside or table spots, I should say, it's really like a table segment uh, they did outside. Still, it's just it's fucking haunting. Um, the, the lengths that they went to there. Uh, I, I thought it was a beautiful match. Uh, you know, like you said, Mike, you, you get goosebumps thinking about that. Hee-ho and, and, and Omega match. I still, I get goosebumps thinking about that Osprey Omega match. Cause it was, it was just, it was, I love the lead up to it. I love the, the, the fallout from it. I just, it was just the whole package for me. Uh, I want to, I want to put that in a pill. And I want to wake up every day and like <laughs> fucking take that pill and, and feel that way yes. every day. Yeah. That's, it's a great choice. I mean, just some of the still, I, I watched some of that back when he was putting Osprey through that table, yeah. like just head first. And then just even the end where Osprey is just with the ice pack. I'm like, oh man, they're going to run this back and it's going to be good. So yeah, no, it, that's a, it's a solid pick. Mm-hmm. I, so no, nothing wrong with that. Tom, what about you? I don't know if you know uh, a guy by the name of Brown Breaker, guys. <laughs> Never heard of him. He uh, honestly. Hello. Hello? <laughs> I, I'm surprised myself. No, 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 okay, okay. Um, I man, honestly, it was going to be Kenny Omega, and oh, he held. Oh, oh, God, I blew it already. El <laughs> Yo Del Vikingo. I'm practicing it while you guys were talking and then I completely because <laughs> um, that that match was blew my fucking mind and I was pretty set with that there's nothing that's going to get better than that and then Omega and Osprey uh, right did that come first or second well the first Which Russell, one? Kingdom, Russell Kingdom and then it was El Hijo versus Kenny and then it was Osprey versus Kenny at uh, Forbidden Door 2 so I was wrong on that, but uh, well, either we, we got the the two Kenny Omega matches uh, yeah. were amazing. But my pick is round two of Omega and Osprey. I, I God, I desperately wanted it to be uh, Okada and Danielson because yeah. on paper that that that's a ten star match. It, it's a, just unfortunate that I think both guys were pretty banged up, and I'm sure we'll talk about that too. But like. It, it was just, man, it was just, I, how the hell did you, how could you follow Osprey and, and, and Omega? Um, yeah. I, I, I agree, Jim. I think the first one was absolutely flawless and perfect. Um, and that's just how good those two are in the ring that it, to me, it was just that much better. And that insane spot with, was it, is it Tiger Driver? Tiger, Tiger Driver 91. 91. Holy yeah. hell. I didn't even know that was a move. I thought that was an actual, like, I was like, holy shit. He just like spiked Omega. Like, <laughs> I yeah. thought it was attempted murder. Yeah, I thought it was like, well, I was looking back and like, and that's another reason why the, the, the two matches of the year were I've rewatched over and over again. And, and it's just 
watching that spot, I was like, did he like owe him a receipt? Like what was that? <laughs> and, we, and like how, like yeah. then you Jim were like, Holy shit. I can't believe he busted it out. Uh, I've never seen that move ever in my life. And I was like, Holy hell, that looked awful to take. Um, and I, I think they're going to have a, a, a trio, a, tr- a trilogy. Um, but I, I still, man, that match was just, I think that was, that not only took, took the show, but it, it stole the year. Like, I, I don't know if, if it's anything's going to top that match for me. So that, that's my pick. That was my runner up was that second one. Cause that was just, man, that storytelling. And that's just, man, that is, that's Kenny Omega. Like, and, <laughs> and Will he, Ospreay apparently got in a little bit of trouble with Canada for that, uh, flag <laughs> spot. the flag, the flag spot. Uh, Tony, Tony didn't look too thrilled at the press conference. I don't know if you saw that. What was the Shawn Michaels? Shawn did that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah, please. Hey. So man. Well, no, I think that that's, since that um, that uh, that match happened at Forbidden Door, I think it could lead good segue into the next pay per view of the year. Um, Money in the bank. I, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, I think this may be a unanimous one. I'm going to make it quick. Obviously, uh, Forbidden Door two. Um, no contest. Holy shit. The yeah. Good lord. That I just liked you, Tom. The the Okada Danielson match. That was a drag. Um, it, and I, you can see the exact moment when Okada lands completely and I, not his fault. And I think even Brian even said, I should have had my arm in like, and it, Brian was immediately like, not his fault. Mine, I could have been in a better position, but like, basically, oh, like 225 pounds of gloriousness, you know, elbow dropping right onto your arm. Sex appeal. Essentially <laughs> fucking just landed right. And you can see it. And he's just like, and it's like, Oh no. And then I guess that completely, I guess that it was always going to be, uh, you know, Danielson was going to go over, but it was supposed to do something else. Cause I remember all three of us were like, well, that was weird. Yeah. It was a weird finish. And it yeah. weirdly. And then obviously it, you know, Brian fucking wrestling. Ten minutes my entire the- arm. Yeah. But I still got this son of a bitch. <laughs> Like, and I mean, even that submission, I was like, good Lord. Even you could tell like, uh, Okada's great though. I was, I was really surprised though. And it really seemed to kind of like shock a lot of people to be honest, but it seems unanimous decision. But like, what are your thoughts about Forbidden Door? My only thing with Forbidden Door is I really, really, really just wish that like, and I'm sure it's going to happen, but I'm just, you know, greedy uh, as any wrestling fan is, uh, I really wish they would start opening the door to figuring out how they can get triple A involved. Uh, even Noah would be rad. Um, again, I know it's like all rival companies and, and the likelihood of that happening and even WWE, like <laughs> I would love for them to figure that out, but it's never going to happen. WWE is not going to like budge and WWE would have like, Oh, only our guys are going over. So it's like, what's the point? Um, no, other than that, I just wish other companies would get involved because I think it would be really, I think it would just, it just benefit the wrestling community. That's all it would do. <laughs> it would just make me happier than I already am with it. So what about you, Jim? Yeah. I mean, obviously forbidden door pay-per-view of the year, top to bottom, fucking phenomenal. 
Uh, I think underrated highlight of the night for me was uh, Kojima with the elbow drop to CM Punk's nads. I think if Okada hadn't uh, shattered Brian Danielson's arm with an elbow drop, yeah. then the Kojima elbow drop would be the, the standout of the night. But no, I, it was it was just it was so good. I, I mean, there were matches that weren't you know barn burners but yeah. of them were at the minimum solid oh yeah which is more than you can say for any other pay-per-view of the year i mean every other pay-per-view this year you might have one or two if you're lucky matches mm-hmm. that are just holy shit matches but for the most part you're just meh uh I, there wasn't a single match on that card that was meh it was it was yeah. all solid to great even the yeah. pre-show was good Yes. Like even yeah. the show was phenomenal. No, it was really good. My favorite. Um, it was, uh, I think match of the pay-per-view for me was the, uh, I mean, obviously I, I we all knew going into it, the last two matches were going to be probably the highlight of the night. So those kind of like stand out on their own to me, you know, you know, I knew those were already going to be fucking spectacular. Well, not but, the last two. Oh, oof, oof, no. It, Remember fuck, we had that, we had that turd in the middle of the sandwich. Sucker. Oh my God. Anyway. Yeah, you're oh, right. Sorry. God. No, the <laughs> Brian Danielson that. and Osprey and Omega, but the, uh, the four way for the, uh, international championship was pretty goddamn good. Yeah, it was. Um, and man, I want to see, God, g- give me more Zack Sabre Jr. Please. And I think if, if they can do it right, I think him and Orange Cassidy could have a, have a really fun series. I really could see it. And it would just give Zack Sabre more exposure because he, when he came out uh, at the dynamite, we went to, I looked over at Jim and was like crickets. Like <laughs> nobody knows, like, except the, you know, the, the knuckleheads, you know, the marks like us that are like, ah, Zack Sabre Jr. You know, but I, it literally was like, who the fuck is this guy? And it was like, ah, he's great. Just watch him, you know? So, but yeah, but it was a great match. That was, that was one of my favorites. So yeah. So I think that definitely gets us into uh, our next topic because um, I thought that was a, a, a surprise, but uh, a surprise, surprisingly good match. But uh, <laughs> overall, biggest surprise, guys, what's, uh, you know, just it could be kind of anything is where I was going with this, you know, debut, run in, whatever, just a, you know, a, a really pleasant surprise uh, that you didn't know about. So, Tom, uh, anything, what do you got? for? Um, I mean, I think it was. I don't know if it's if this is like truly surprising, but it was a. I think it was inevitable that it was going to happen. The push of Mark Briscoe, I I think that's a fantastic, uh, especially after everything that that happened to that poor guy. Um, I think it was I think it was going to happen regardless, and it is. I mean, that can fall in surprise and disappointment that it took you know unfortunately his brother dying to get him a contract on ring of honor and AEW. But, um, I, I like it. I think it's, it's a nice surprise. And he's, I, like I said, I, I mentioned a few podcasts ago that he's going to go over Claudio, I think. Um, and it's just, it's just nice. It's different. And it's just nice to see that Mark's getting his, you know, his due, even though in the, in the light of tragedy, I, I, I still think it's, it's a nice surprise that he's getting pushed to the moon. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you guys? Well, I, I for me, the, the biggest surprise um, was Jeff Jarrett getting a title shot in the year 2023. Um, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> I just I mean, the fact that they let him in the building is a fucking shock. But the fact yes. that they put him in the ring for a fucking title match. 
Come on. And, and against Orange Cassidy, who's one of the biggest rising talents. Let's let's tie this giant fucking rope around her neck with an anvil on the other end of it. And go ahead. Go have a match, Orange. I just that was the surprise to me was I don't know why in the fuck Jeff Jarrett, who doesn't wrestle as a singles wrestler at all. Right. He's he's strictly a tag guy anymore. Yeah. And he gets a fucking title match. I, I just. The worst part of it is sad. when he, whenever you see him in the ring, you there is that like small percentage of you that's just like, oh fuck, he's gonna win. Like yep. I terrified, terrified. Every time I, I watch th- the guy, I'm just like with, with the tag matches with the acclaimed. I was like, oh fuck, you gotta be kidding me! Like you're gonna just that charisma vacuum is just gonna come along, and here he <laughs> here he comes, slap nuts and. I, I fucking hate that guy. I, but every time well, I see him, I'm like. Oh God, there's like an inkling that he might win. Like it's going to, and it's only going to get worse too, because now I think it's like Matt Hardy's doing something with him because he, I, I saw something where he's like doing the whole broken Hardy thing. And he called him like, what was this? Like nut slapper or something like that. And he was like, the nut slapper. And I'm like, Oh no. Like, Oh please. For the love of God. No. Yeah. It's quite surprising. God, what a piece of shit. He's just the worst. I'm, I'm convinced Tony Khan owes like a lot of money or like <laughs> owes some something to the Jarrett family, like uh, some sort of relic that Indiana Jones lost. And like, I'm telling you right now, there is no possible way Jeff Jarrett is getting TV time because of just like, hey, he's good timing it with Tony Khan. Like <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, the only explanation is that Jeff Jarrett knows to cup the balls. That is the <laughs> only thing that explains it to me is that TK is just that hard up for some good old Monica Lewinsky action from Jeff Jarrett. It's the only thing I could think of <laughs> I don't know what the fuck else that man could possibly. It's offer. bizarre. Oh man. Wow, uh, my surprise I think fails Speaking in comparison. Jobs, Mike, <laughs> you're slapping nuts, Mike. <laughs> um, my surprise. No, I, it seriously pales in comparison. I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but to me, it was uh, it was Roddy debuting. Um, I had no idea he was showing up. I love it, and that was pretty cool because I remember you guys were like. That was really good. I was like, what? It was, you know, I can't remember what was said, but I was like, wait, what? Huh? And then I was like, Roddy. And Tom was like, and there it is. And it, <laughs> and it was really fun. No, it was, it was, I had no idea. He was, I no idea. And I think it was really cool. And I can, it's this, I think this might, yeah, this might come up later. So I don't want to spoil it, but um, it, I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do. And I, I think they got some things of brewing and, and I'm kind of excited, but we'll, we'll, That'll definitely come up uh, in a minute. But yeah, that was my surprise. I was really cool. Stoked to see Roddy. So that's a good one. It it, it was, it was absolutely out of the blue. I don't think anybody saw it coming. Um, And yeah, it was really fun trying to not give it away. Oh yeah. (laughs) Talking about how excited we were. That was great. Yeah, no, he's, he's, and you can already tell he's already had a couple bangers. Um, and you can tell they're they're letting him go, which is which is just great. Did that guy, he's the, a little the tweet that CM Punk put out when uh, Roddy and and Joe went at it. Uh-uh. He's like, I'm calling it right now, to, like to audible chest slaps. <laughs> he, he was, was going to face the winner of, of those two, and it's like, oh man, Roddy will light his ass up. Yeah, yeah, and they beat each other. I mean, that was good. It was, and you could tell that. 
that's what Roddy likes. But no, it was it was a fun surprise, which I think unfortunately leads to our next topic. Um, <laughs> oof, <I'm, laughs> I don't know why, but I'm really. <laughs> I can think of like 20 right now. <laughs> I know. I I had to whittle it down from like a hundred. Oh, yeah. I was like, oof. I there's but I, you're trying to be serious. I I have one, but biggest disappointment. Um, I'll 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 kick it off. Um, mine was I I put Wardlow. But I think I was like, nah, that's kind of unfair. But like the TNT title, like what the, what, what a disappointment. And like, you can tell it's just kind of like a, um, okay. Like I really thought Hobbs was going to have a good run with it. Nope. And Wardlow was Jesus Christ. Nope. They took it off of him. Like, what are you? And it just makes no sense. So that's, I mean, really, there's not much to be said because it's just whatever. I don't know what they're going to do with it at this point. I don't know if it's going to somehow morph into the collision, you know, because it's just a fucking joke right now. And it needs either to go away quietly or I think, in my opinion, just, you know, like a soft reboot or something. But excuse me. But uh, yeah, that was my I think my biggest disappointment. That was just the biggest thing I could think of. Like, uh, you know, it used to have such kind of prestige and it is just it's nothing now. And. That was pretty quick yeah. to kind of go from something of like, hey, you know, this could be pretty cool, you know, kind of a throwback to a television title, you know, which was fun and this, but yeah, it just to me, it's it's the Titanic, so yeah. let it let it go. So, but that's my biggest disappointment. So uh, put five billionaires in a sub and set them down there. That's what you're <laughs> it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, fools. Either, anyway, either, uh, he's gonna say it or I'm gonna say it. Like one of the two. <laughs> I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah, fifty fifty. <laughs> but Tom, what was what was your biggest disappointment? Um, I, I tried to pull from uh, most of the, the the popular companies that we watch uh, for sure. I think I'll rifle them off really quick. Uh, biggest point, biggest disappointment for New Japan Bullet Club. Uh, they just, boy, they just need to let it go. Uh, at this point, um, even including the the Bang Bang Gang or whatever they call themselves, <laughs> Bullet Club Gold. Uh, okay. Not a fan of that. I just wish they maybe it would have done something different, but whatever. Uh, TNA, uh, was it Steve Macklin? Why the <laughs> hell they gave him a title push only to have him lose it to who? who uh, Chris. Uh, to uh, Alex Shelley. Uh, yeah, Alex, Alex Shelley. Shelley. And then obviously. And now he's injured. Nick Aldis. So they're, they're dropping the title to Nick Aldis, which, hey, I'm all about. I love that. That's Thanks for correcting that mistake. Um, <laughs> AEW, honestly, I'm a little disappointed in MJF's title run. Um, I think... Really? Yeah, I, I, I love him. Uh, the matches that he has had uh, are great, but I feel like it's becoming a little stagnant, and they, they're not allowing him to really have an outstanding feud with somebody. That's what's kind of like this whole Adam Cole, hopefully it, it's much longer than, than what we're going to get in the past. Cause every, every feud he's had seems to have been two weeks, three weeks at best. So um, pay-per-view, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I, maybe disappointment's a little harsh, but I'm just kind of confused what they're doing with him. And, and I get the whole, you know, he's, he, you know, he's like the Ric Flair where he only wrestles when he gets paid kind of guy. And, and I like that throwback, but at the same time, 
eh, I need, I need a little more substance. I want some more story. Cause we all know you can tell a, a phenomenal story. Um, yeah. also to disappointment. I, I was, I told Jim and, and Mike, when we, I was a little disappointed with CM Punk's pipe bomb when he came back. I thought he was, I, I, I thought he was going to really let loose and I think he was kind of restrained and whether that was on purpose or not, I don't know. We'll talk about that. Um, and obviously the biggest disappointment of all is the rehiring of Vince McMahon because that was, that's still a fucking train wreck and the product is back to being awful. And I mean, I don't even know if it was even allowed to get better. Um, but McMahon coming back for sure is, is probably the ultimate disappointment this year. And I, I'm not, I'll stand by it. It's probably going to be my, at the end of the year too, for me. So Jim, last but not least, man, my biggest disappointment this year is probably Tom. Uh, (laughs) You know, you know, we all knew, we all knew he's, he's so much better than what he, no, uh, my, my, (laughs) he's had a lot of struggles, you know, I'll do that. I mean, aside from my biggest surprise of the year, also being my biggest disappointment of the year, um, my biggest disappointment, honestly, was double or nothing. Uh, it sucked. Yeah. And it upset me because it was, you know, Mike, you and I watched it together. And and it just, I, I was, I think that's part of the reason I think it made me mad is because I was like, I was supposed to have a good time with my friend and Tony Khan took that from me. Like like this was supposed to be a good fucking show and Tony Khan just took that away from me. So yeah, it was, it was very disappointing. It was very much let down. And we talked about, you know, the, the next week afterwards, TV was just a big fucking, I'm sorry. You know, it was a big apology letter from Tony yeah. Khan. Uh, and I think that speaks to just how, how, how much of a disappointment the show was, is that even, yeah. I think even TK knew it. Yeah. That, I remember Jim, I think at one point, I think either you, we both walked away for a slight mm-hmm. period of time. I think I started stretching at one yeah. point. <laughs> I was like, my back kind of hurts. I'm just going to, and it literally was like, it was probably one of the most boring pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. I think interesting lead into our next category is breakout star. Someone who actually was, was fun to watch, um, you know, and this could be anything. So I'm really, this is one I'm kind of interested to see who the breakout star is so far. Um, and uh yeah, but so we'll just get into it. Jim, um, who is your breakout star? Of Before I give you my breakout star, I just want to go ahead and say, yes, Tom, we know that you picked El Hijo del Vikingo at the end of the year mm-hmm. for the 900th mm-hmm. fucking time. Ah. Yes, we know. 901, that- baby. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's I got that off my chest. Uh, for me, the for me, the breakout star is Orange Cassidy. Um, I mean, he he has converted so many people to realizing he's not just a gimmick. The guy actually has significant talent. He's Mm -hmm. going out week in week out. He is now the longest reigning champion in AEW history. He beat Jade Cargill's record. um, And he's having matches. Yeah. He's having matches every fucking week and he's long-term storytelling it. And, and like I said, just making converts left and right. So I, I think he's had a phenomenal first half of the year. Uh, and I actually see it continuing. I see it going on for quite a while too. So I think, I think OC freshly squeezed is having, uh, the, the best first half of the year anybody could have. Uh, man. Yeah. Boy, uh, Jim just coming in, man, like a fucking coming in like a macho man elbow drop. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, uh, my breakout star, uh, El Hijo del Vikingo. Um, Can I tell you guys I about just... that at the end of the year? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, can we run it back? Can we? Oh man! This is all. This is what we get. This is what we get for him fucking every goddamn name up in the book, and it's this one. Eat, eat shit, Giovanni Rubinzi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, God! I listened to that the other day. I was howling. It's so fucking funny. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun at the end of the year. But yeah, I mean, gee whiz! Like every time I see this guy, I'm like, huh? Like what? And still trying to figure out. Like I finally was able to like the 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 I, when we talked about his match earlier in the year, there was a move I kept trying to explain to these guys, and they like. What? Huh? No, wait. And we finally, when they came down for dynamite, I showed it to him and just still, I was like, how does he do that? And he does it again. And when we, we got to see him at, that was the surprise match. It was a, I think it was a taping for a ring of honor Mm -hmm. main event. So hopefully we're not spoiling anything at this point. It's already, it's already been out, but like El Hijo, like he knew his spot. He does this crazy spot. I just remember our section erupting and he took a bow and we were just like, yeah, like (laughs) he knew exactly what he was doing. And I mean, it just, I can't wait to see what this guy's, you know, um, going to do next. I just, I, 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 how can he not be the breakout star? Um, you know, he's, I think he's put so many eyes on the product. Um, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen if if the lucha libre aspect of it is going to catch on or if it's going to kind of become stale um you know at some point um you know kind of a la i guess like an osprey ricochet kind of thing you know but so it just i think it depends on who he kind of dances with but um yeah he for me he's the breakout star so tom i mean i already picked him like Months ago, so I'm, <laughs> and I told you guys. So just copy paste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God um, no, actually, I'm I'm going with Jim. Uh, also on this one, Orange Cassidy. Uh, the reason being wow. is because I already picked the Del Vikingo. God damn it! I don't need to say it anymore. But no, uh, I really want to get like his fucking right twice. Yeah, I love fine. being right all the time. <laughs> I don't like being wrong because it hurts my feelings. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with Jim. Um, I picked him strictly because like, I wasn't really the biggest fan of his um, until match after match. He's just, he makes everyone in the ring look phenomenal. And that's a huge, I mean, that is a huge part of wrestling is making somebody look bigger than, than yourself. And he does it every time he has a match with anybody. I don't think there are a few duds that I can think of, but I just, I mean, they weren't terrible. Um, they were just kind of like, just didn't, you know, mix well. Uh, I, I can't remember. He had one match where, wasn't it with um, Bandito? Yes. Bandito was a little like, eh. Yeah, but it didn't. It, yeah. I mean, in time, it'll get better. And in I, he's having a hell of a run. And I think he, he's definitely, once that title's, uh, you know, off of him, he's, you know, he's definitely a contender to beat MJF for sure for the title. But um, yeah, Orange Cassidy, uh, all the way. He's been so much fun to watch this year. Yeah, he was my, he was my runner up. So I was like, uh, you know, but three rows, one brain. I just, I, I just, just, just talking about El Hijo del Vikingo. Just it, like, just gets me super excited. But like, I, I mean, I, 
I don't know how many times we've talked about how great Orange Cassidy is. And I'm like for those two to have a match. Yeah, right. Oh my that's god. That's gonna be unreal. That, that'd be fun. Or him oh and Osprey, god. even. Even Orange yeah. Cassidy and Osprey. Have they have, they did no, that was last year. Last year. That's right. Year. That was last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, and it's it's fun to think that I think Orange Cassidy was Fire Ant in Chikara. Yeah. He was he was in the the what was what were they called? The the hive or no, the oh my god, the colony. I think it was the colony. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. He was, and I believe he was Fire Ant. So it's just so funny. And yeah, yeah, no. Good pick. Definitely a good pick. I think that's a good, you know, a good segue into our next topic. Um, so far, wrestler of the year. Um uh I I'll do this really quick. Um, Kenny Omega, uh, for me. I the man has had so many different matches. Uh I I I really don't mean to go keep referencing uh the El Hijo del Vikingo match, but like it was the it was the perfect pairing to me is to put hot upstart with a very experienced guy who can put up with him and move. It was it was unreal. It was it was great. And the fact that he's quite possibly put on four, three, four of the best matches already. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe I, I'm probably underselling it, but like, he's just, he's that goddamn good. And I'm, it's, it's, you can definitely tell he's kind of not slowing down, but definitely he's, his style has, has slightly differed a little bit. You can tell he's kind of, I think, adapting into the television you know, type role um, and pulling the big matches out when he, when he can. But I mean, he, he at this point is up there with like where AJ Styles is, you know, I know he's in WWE and probably not being used the best, but he's still fucking amazing. He's still AJ Styles. So like that's to me is just where Kenny Omega is at this point. And to me, he's only going to keep getting better and better. So he's my pick for the year so far. I just easy for me. So Tom, what about you? Um, Will Ospreay hmm. by far. Uh, I think he, I mean, I know he was injured, uh, for a bit and he came back, but every, I mean, to counter your, uh, your, the stuff he said about Omega, I think you can ar- arguably say the same about Osprey. And I just think yeah. this is definitely, I wish Osprey was getting a bigger push. I, I wish he was getting, I wish he would go after, you know, Sonata and the title, and maybe that's to come still. Um, but I just think he, he deserves a bigger platform than, than he's already on. And he's just so fucking good. He's just, I, I think he's, I think Kenny Omega is great, but I, I think Osprey is just at this point in his career, that just much better than like just a hair above Omega. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, that's uh, for sure. My pick. Well, see, and I, it, I thought we were going to be unanimous on this one too, because you know they don't call him the best bout machine for nothing. I, I, Kenny Omega, you know, I, I think if you, I was, I was thinking this while you were talking, Mike. If you asked like the the wrestling community, the the, but not like jackasses, right? But if you asked like if you asked like like wrestling journalists, right? Um, you know, if you asked wrestling journalists to put together the top ten matches of the year. Kenny Omega is in it probably six, maybe seven of those. Uh, and, and, you know, there's just no two ways about it. He's 
he's having a phenomenal fucking year, an amazing year. He's he's held the the uh, IWGP US Championship. He's held the Trios Championship, the AAA Championship. He's yeah. having a phenomenal fucking year in tags, in trios, in singles. Coming off of horrible fucking injuries, uh, that sports hernia surgery. You know, there, there was a point during his recovery where he wasn't sure he was going to be able to come back. And he's just going out there and fucking killing it. So, yeah, uh, for me, re- male wrestler of the year has to be Kenny Omega. Yeah, it just same with you, Jim. I mean, what that guy over. I mean, he was gone for what, like 18 months? I think it was something. No, I, that might be a little. I don't know. Heavy, I, it, but yeah. Yeah, but he was gone for a lot. But yeah, a sports hernia, like knee surgery, like insane what that guy's put himself through. And I think that's that new. It's I I I don't want to say the New Japan style, but like because I've heard the New Japan style is it's actually not as crazy as everybody thinks it is. It's very reserved for the Wrestle Kingdoms, the New Japan Cups, and whatnot. And really, it's the house shows are very like, hey, you know, smack and smack, you know, and then it's kind of over. So it's, I've heard that before, so I don't know, but like, you can definitely tell Omega's what Omega's the way you are, Mike. I love it. (laughs) Fair enough. You need to have a quote of new Japan wrestling is, Hey, 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 (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean, I I think our our view, our listener viewership or whatever it is, has just gone through the roof now because of that. I mean, I do what I can. Take that new Japan marks. Hey, (laughs) smack. Hey, smack. (laughs) <laughs> anyway you know what i meant anyway so on on the flip side gentlemen we have uh the female wrestler of the year so far um jim all the ladies pick? in the house say ho uh i oh lord i had a tie uh and my tie is between willow nightingale and eo sky uh, I think, you know, Willow Nightingale for the record was, was in my running for breakout star. Uh, I, I think she's, she's nice. showing a lot of people, um, a lot of talent and a lot of upside. There's a lot more to come from her. Uh, she was yeah. the inaugural, uh, you know, uh, new Japan, strong, uh, women's champion. Uh, you know, she, uh, has had some great matches in AEW. Uh, she's continued to kind of light it up on the indies as well and do other dates. Uh, I think she's having a great year. And then you have a really established talent like EO Sky. You know, EO's been around for quite a while between Japan and WWE. Uh, she's kind of having her moment right now and, and being allowed to kind of stand out. Uh, and she's still putting on great fucking performances. She still goes out there and does a great job. And, and you know, it's a rare thing to see somebody not lose a step uh, with as with as many years as she's been in the industry, as many years she's been in WWE. She can still put out great matches, even though she's been in there for that long. So, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't ultimately pick between Willow or EO. Mine, I, I think it's it's going to be pretty easy and no surprise. Um, I know she's been injured, but Jamie Hayter. Um, I thought well deserved. Um, it sucks that her title run. I feel like I I felt. She was going to have a really good run with it, especially with the outcasts and what they're doing here. Um, you know, and it, you could easily see that Britt was moving into the heat, you know, kind of being Jamie's heater or supporter and whatnot. So I just, 
I thought it just, yeah, it sucks that it got cut short and I'm hoping she can come back and, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how she can fit in and, and, and what they're going to do. But for me, it was just, it was just really refreshing to see just a very, you know, kind of the, the, the British strong style, uh, you know, kind of come out in the women's division. And, and I just, I fucking Lariat. She does, man. It's just so great. And, yeah, the haterade. I love the lariat. Um, yeah, and I think it's just it's it's a nice it's 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 nice and refreshing that you can have these kind of more strong style matches with the women, the women's division. And I think she really does. She brings it out of a lot of women, and I think it's awesome. Um, and it's like, no, we can go just as hard and just as great as the men. And and she's put on some great matches. She really, really has. Um, with Sheeta, oh my gosh, good stuff. Um, so yeah, so she's my pick, Tom. Uh, mine, uh, also with Jim, um, not a tie, but Willow Nightingale. Um, I, 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 she's amazing. I think she's great. Uh, I really like the things that she's doing and yeah, I think breakout star for sure. Uh, also second, second to that because she's just put, she's put a lot of work in. She's really improved where she's at and I, I've got a chance to see her live and she's just, there's just this like insanely natural charisma she has mm-hmm. that like the minute like she's she's gonna be a baby there's no way that she can ever be healed like she's mm-hmm. a she's gonna be baby face for the rest of her career because there's no way that anybody can hate that that woman uh she's yeah so uh, yeah Willow Nightingale for me I wanted to I see love- Rhea Ripley but then in my head I just kept being like she's had no matches that were like relevant whatsoever she's stuck in that horrible judgment day thing well, no she had she had the wrestlemania match with charlotte flair that was really good she did and yeah. but almost killed her i i mean but going <laughs> forward after that they just have no one to give her and i don't think that's yeah. her fault but she had a really good match with Zelina vega yeah that was did. actually that was a pretty good match those are fun to watch they've had a few through the years that are fun to watch just because Zelina's so tiny and ripley just gets to really throw her Bang around her, yeah yeah but yeah, I thought for sure you were going to say Ray Ripley, Tom. No, no, actually, I, I was kind of. I, I feel like her her run has kind of cooled out. It's gotten a little not stale, but it's. I just I know what they're doing. You know, you know what they're doing with like Dominic. She's going to turn on Dominic, and it's 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 yeah. great. I, it, it'll be fun TV. But at the end of the day, I just I don't think she's had anybody that's really that great. Yeah, well, I think with her, to me, she's gonna. It's you can only play the like weird, dark dominant. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Like you can definitely tell it's like with the judgment day, it's fizzling out and she's definitely had runs where she's been lighter goth. And I think mm-hmm. at some point she'll probably move that way. Cause it, I mean, definitely right now it works and they're riding that fucking, you know, China and Eddie Guerrero yeah. train and yeah. that mommy and whatever it, what got, whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I would the whole I so not to derail the conversation, but what the fuck was with Cody? What did that? What did that do? Nothing. Cody Dominic. Like, oh my god, Cody, are you sure you made the right decision, man? No. Like, are you sure you made the right decision? Because I, be sure. no, I, I feel like not. you're kind of regretting it. I feel like you're kind of regretting it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what does that do? And now all of a sudden, it's like, okay, so now. Him and Brock Lesnar are back. Like it just whatever. Yeah, it was, oh just, it was just a it was just a cigarette break between Brock Lesnar matches. Like, <laughs> the fuck, like, like makes no fucking sense. Like I guess Cody's like I got to do something to stay relevant. 
<laughs> and fucking wrestling dominic mysterio is how you do yeah, it. that's how you do it okay <laughs> whatever anyway so um kind of an unusual hey it's not an unusual way to yeah. to kind of wrap up the the overall list but um tag team um kind of figured there's definitely been um i figured i'd end on this because i don't know if you guys saw the recent collision match mm-hmm. um with uh ftr and um bullet club oh. gold yeah, which kind of made me surprised that Tom that was on a disappointment because I man um and stay with me here kind of rolls into my pick um just kind of elevated and was like holy shit what a what a gem of a weird mid-card match with tag mm-hmm. team wrestling and it was great and Jay White and Juice Robinson worked really really well together and I'm kind of excited to see with this tag team that I picked um what they're going to do with them is it's the guns um, I am, I know. And I, it was, wait, what? That was were, choice? Yeah. And I, I'm oh, really camera. There's gotta be a hidden camera. around. No, wow. I, it was. And sometimes, so I'm going to call, I'm, I'm going to call my, my good brother, Jim out on this. And I think sometimes, uh, it, <laughs> for the record, it's Jim's a real scary guy. Uh, I want to say, no, I want to say, uh, it's like Jim's true feelings come out at a live event. And when the gun showed up, I was cheering them and I could hear Jim yelling, let it sizzle, let it sizzle. It needs to sizzle. So, okay, my friend, I, I I'm sorry. I got to call you out. Like there's something there. And I think pairing them up with Jay White and Juice Robinson, where you have this it's, I think it's a good way to just keep elevating them. Yes, it's clowny that they're with the Bullet Club, but I think with Jay White, like finally kind of getting to be very, very cool, very evil, like slow Jay White while he has crazy fucking Juice Robinson. Like it, it cracks me up when he's like, there was the, I think it was, we shared amongst the groups, the, the, the tweet where Juice starts going crazy and, and Jay White's cracking up in the background, but he's like, Juice, just slow down, slow down. <laughs> like that's that like Terry Funk, that slow heel. And I think it's a good pairing, to be honest with the guns. And I, I, they're just, they're, I think they're better heels. I think their entrance is kind of sick with this, like it is. When they yeah. like one of them does the two guns and then the other one like goes any, any, it's just, it's a great Spit entrance. Water. Yeah. yeah. It works. Spitting water works. X, X, ask Triple H. Um, you can Jesus ask Christ. Triple H too if you really you can. You can ask him if you want to. I mean, <laughs> fucking whatever. Man. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, that's, it's, it's the guns. Um, I, I think they've had, I mean, to be really, I mean, they kind of went, yeah, it was a weird, um, transition with them and FTR, but like they've, they're creeping and I, I think they're good heels. They're natural heels. And it's, they're, I think they're slowly starting to outgrow the ass boy stuff. I think it's, it would, it'd be stupid of them not to acknowledge it at some point. It's, it makes money. Um, but yeah, no, I know, kind of crazy, but that's my pick. So, uh, Tom, I, oh, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, <laughs> No, that was good. That was that was that's great, man. Um, I I think it's a tie for me, honestly. Is FTR and the Acclaimed? Uh, the Acclaimed are just they, they don't need titles. They're just so goddamn fun to watch. Uh, and FTR, because let's face facts, FTR is the greatest tag team ever right now. Uh, Usos, I'll give the Usos that too. Uh, but yeah, I guess out of uh, those three tag teams, I would I would pick those for sure. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I really have to say about that. I want to I want to go back real quick, Mike, and say that with every passing week, I fall more deeply in love with Juice Robinson. He's great. Uh, he his mic work is just fucking brilliant. I it's love great. Juice Robinson so goddamn much. He's great. Uh, I was a little disappointed at at the live show we were at when Juice came out and I screamed rock hard, baby. I thought more people would get in on it. I was a little disappointed. But uh, anyway, uh, my pick for for tag team of the uh, first half of the year is the Usos. Uh, and I, 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 I say that not lightly. Um, I think the sign of a good tag team is, is something that you guys have alluded to already. And that is uh, being able to make the other guys look good. And boy, fucking howdy, did they do that? Oh, uh, yes, you know, they even, did. Yeah, yeah, even KO said that after the WrestleMania match. You know, they they're one of the best teams in the fucking world, and and I love the fact that they're um, having their moment right now in a main events, you know, kind of kind of picture with the bloodline Absolutely. breakup. Uh, I'm really, I'll be honest, I'm surprised they pulled the trigger on that. I thought they were going to try and milk that ankle for a while longer. So I was really surprised they pulled the trigger on it, but. Uh, I think they're showing that they're they're good talents. They're not the most technically proficient, but they're really good storytellers. So mm-hmm. for me, that makes them a phenomenal tag team. Uh, I really, I at first I was very skeptical of when they converted their finisher uh, from the double bot, you know, double splash to the the one D, right, which is just the fucking three D. But the more they do it, the more it grows on me. And I realize, okay, that's, I mean, number one, it's obviously a better finisher, but it's making more and more sense for them doing it. And I think they're getting better at executing it. Um, And yeah, the fact that they can have their little singles moments, but they're still clearly a solid tag. uh, I I give them a lot of credit. So uh, big fan of the Usos going into the beginning of the year for me. Did you guys see the, um, did you see the collision, the, the, the tag eliminator with FTR and, and juice? That was really great because it highlights what I think is great about the Usos. Just great about those two tag teams is that Cash, great. Dax is a better singles wrestler. Jimmy, great. Jay's a better singles wrestler. And like it's, they each can shine on their own. I I don't, and I told Caitlin this and I said, Dax, not going to be a hard, definitely not a world champion. International champion, 100%. I could see it. TNT, God forbid, whatever the fuck they do with that. Sure. Collision, whatever they do with that. Same with I. I just I Jay. I can't. I I just can't see it. Unfortunately, I, he works great with Roman. I think, but it's just to the credit though. But that's what what makes them such great tag teams. Well, I think I, I think individually they also can stand on their own. Well, to, to add so. to your point though, I I think what's great about like Dax and Jay, like you said, is that they may not win the belt, but it's believable. They're good at telling a story that they. Like they can make you believe that they could win. Dax 100% I feel like could have like an amazing, like a trilogy world title match, but he's ultimately going to lose, but that makes him just look that much better. In my my opinion, like he's the guy who falls short, but you know, he's going to have like an amazing match. And I think Jay is capable of that too. I think it's a very like, Oh, will it happen? No. But is it possible? Well, I mean, yeah, they look like they could. Figured out I'd kind of round out our conversation with um, three things. Um, One, who to watch. Two, uh, who to pass on or what to pass on. And then three, who who do you think has the most sizzle 
uh, kind of going into the next year. Um, you know, kind of ex- like obviously leave our, our our picks out of it because I think you know we're definitely probably going to see more of them. But like I don't know, that's I was kind of going with like who do you think we're going to kind of either start to see more of or um, you know is really it's it's they're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So maybe some things we've talked about, you know, but I was trying to kind of keep away from some of our picks, but. Um, Tom, so I'll, I'll throw it to you. So, um, who to watch? Um, I've, I, a few, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Sting, uh, <laughs> Mark Henry. Fuck you. <laughs> Sting, I don't know if you heard of this guy, this kid, this up and coming Sting kid. Um, this Chris Jericho <laughs> making a real name for himself on the Indies. Yeah. Who, who to watch? I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I might be behind on the behind the scenes. Did Drew McIntyre resign or is he still a free? Like, is it still up in the air? So from what I understand, it's he's back, but he's still talking like it's, he hasn't it's signed a new contract yet. Yeah. So for WWE, I think he's to watch because it's just going to be fun. If he does leave WWE, I think we're going to that he's going to have an amazing run wherever he lands. And I, that'll be fun to watch. Um, so watch the drama there, but if he signs with WWE again, maybe don't watch him. Um, from AEW, Chris, was it Chris Stat- Stratland? How do you say your last name? Statlander. No, I was going to say Stratlander. Uh, Statlander. I think, uh, she, how can I explain this, uh, without sounding like an idiot, but like, he's hot, even though, what? Oh. She's hot. Well, yeah, uh, but um, to to take the belt off of Jay Cargill, I think was at the time that it happened was weird. Um, and I, I don't know if, if she needed time off or what, but um, I think because there was so much hype behind that, I, I, I don't want to say she has big shoes to fill, but she kind of does. And I think she's going to be really fun to watch every match I've seen of hers so far. I've been impressed. I've never really watched her all that much. Um, so I think she's, she's going to be, like phenomenally fun to watch um and ricky starks uh i I, i'm still not giving up hope on ricky um i think that he's got uh he was trouble and trouble in the waters a little bit uh with that with the jericho feud um but i think with the blessing of cm punk and cm punk behind him i I think we're gonna get a really really great push for from ricky um and those those are my picks Nice. So, uh, who to, who to pass on? Who to, who or what to pass on? Oh God, um, NXT for sure. Uh, as as a, as a whole product is, boy, I I don't even know what the hell's going on over there anymore. It's not it's not even enjoyable to watch. That I haven't taken anything like even um, who's Carmelo is is their new champ, right? Yeah, Carmelo Hayes. Sure. I, I was kind of stoked that he got the title, but he's, I, I, he doesn't really, he's, I hate to say he's not really much of a draw for me. Like, I'm just like, what you see is what you get. And you're like, eh, okay. Um, yeah. And wrestler, uh, I mean, we've said it time and time again, get, get fucking Jericho, Jarrett and staying off my television. Uh, it, the old guys club is over and the, the new old guy club needs to happen, which is like, you know, Roderick Strong and Joe coming up. Let those guys, because wrestling's in good hand with those guys. We don't need outdated WCW, WWF bullshit in in our products anymore. Get get them off mm-hmm. my television, please. So that's who I'm going to pass on. And then to round it out, Tom, who has the most sizzle? 
My man, Adam Cole. I think. Baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, give me Adam Cole all day. I think even though it's kind of weird to say who has the most sizzle because he's been around, but like, I still think one of the coolest things ever was when he came back and just cut that phenomenal promo of, you know, Hey, I'm going to be a baby face for a while, which is, and he can easily shut that off real quick, which is uh, the guy. I love Adam Cole. So I can't say enough about him. I think he's going to, if he doesn't take the belt off of MJF, um, I still think he's in good hands. I think he's going to be all right. Nice. How about you guys? It's good stuff. So Jim will ask you same kind of questions. Not same kind of questions, same questions. <laughs> no, same questions. <laughs> They're going to be different. No. Uh, who, who to watch, Jim? Who to, who's, I got who's, two. Um, yeah. One is Swerve. Uh, I think Swerve oh, Strickland. Yeah, Mike, that's a good one. He's fucking heating up, man. And, you know, look, the guy's had a lot of talent for a long time, but I think it's starting to get noticed to the point where he's, I think he's going to be used a lot more. I think he's going to have uh, big stuff coming up the rest of the year. Uh, the other one is Jack Perry. I am wow. really fucking excited for where that character goes because Jungle Boy is dead. Long live Jungle Boy. Like get the fucking get out of here, right? It needs to go. It was it's beyond it passed its prime a long ass time ago. And I think Hollywood Jack Perry so much fucking opportunity in that heel character. Uh I I think keep an eye on that. I think this could be the beginning of a really big fucking run for Jack Perry. Uh, if anything's going to get him over the hump, I, I think it's this major character shift that we're about to see coming. My my only issue with that, Jim, really quick, is is God his his heel promos need some work. Like he's, he's it's fresh, it's still fresh. Oof. Like I was like, yikes! Like you're not quite believable yet. Like it just didn't. It, I don't know. So it's I hope someone's working with him on it oh, yeah. because I, I agree with you 100. percent He needs to just yeah Hollywood Jack Perry whatever. Anyway, so. I just didn't know if that it something you had noticed that is uh, needs a little bit of work at least. Yeah, in it's those. definitely not a natural fit for him, but I think it can yeah. be really, really good as he settles. Absolutely, into it. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, agreed. Cool. Okay. All right. Who to pass on? Uh, I'm sorry to do this to you, Tom. Carrion uh, Cross. Give it up. Just fucking give it up. People need to find like you see people on the fucking uh you know on, on the websites and, and in the dirt sheets, you know, like, oh, are they souring on carrying cross? I fucking hope so. I really hope they are. I hope they're getting the fucking message. The guy is not a good wrestler. I don't know if you guys saw this on social media, but uh at the last SmackDown they cut off his entrance and then like he has that big epic entrance you know they fucking cut it off in the middle and there's fan cam footage of it and it's like ooh, that's gonna sting i hope i hope they've learned their lesson uh i hope tony khan knows better i hope Tony cross ends up going back to to impact and being a nobody there uh, I just I'm so fucking sick and tired of people trying to make Karrion Cross a thing. Move on. Just f- move the fuck on. He he married well. Good for him. <laughs> Doesn't mean he has wrestling talent. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's I think we talked about this. M- God, so long ago when he either was coming back or left or whatever. But it was uh, I remember. I think it was God. I can't believe 
I'm going to, I feel so dirty <laughs> for saying this, but like Jim Cornette and I were like, the guy's just an entrance. Like it's, it's all it is. And I bought into it was like cool. And I'm like, I love a good Saido suplex, but like that, that's about all the dude has. That's all he's got. And I'm like, woof. And it's really starting to show. And like, it's a drag. I mean, it's, it stinks. Cause like I thought he, to me at least in impact, it was, he, it, they felt like it has, it, they used him to his role. Like where Tom, I think Tom had, you know, he was like this assassin, like that, that works for him. Yeah. Like make him a hired gun somewhere. You know what I mean? And like, I, it just, it's unfortunate that he just, it's yeah, it's, he's definitely not one to sizzle on. <laughs> well, I mean, he's in impact. He was a monster because impact has smaller guys. Yeah. You can't True. be your yeah. size and a monster in WWE, but that's all the guy, all the fucking guy knows how to do is be a monster, but it doesn't play. It just doesn't play when you're not that big. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's, so it, it's also like, that's pretty alarming to your character when they get rid of cut off your entrance. And also too, yeah, you, too, like he makes the rounds on like social media a lot. He like interacts with fans and, um, and also he's been posting a lot of like working out photos of like him getting into better shape. And it's like, that's like a repackaging thing too. Is like, you can kind of see on his Instagram where it's like, Oh you, yeah, you're, you're in trouble, buddy. You're like <laughs> taking right you have a lot of time on your hands to interact with your like Instagram and Twitter feed. And on top of that, you're like, uh, you know, six months ago I was in the worst shape of my life. Now look at me. And it's like, you're getting rebranded, dude, and you didn't even realize it. And it's like, uh, yeah, I, that's that's a good one, Dim. He he for sure was like, I mean, I was never like a huge mark for the guy, but like, I always, I when he came showed up to NXT, I thought it was d- different. And then it was like, yeah. oh, you're going to do the same thing over and over again. So mm-hmm. yeah, when Adam Cole called him, you know, when Adam Cole did that promo, that was like, well, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it yeah, was yep. it was an absolutely it was a fucking hit job. It was great. Well, isn't that because what did Adam Cole say? Because he's like, you're just an entrance, right, or something well, he like said, that. He was, said, what did know, he say? They, they give you all these lights and all these cool effects and the cool music and the pretty girl, and they do all these things to try and make you special. And the only thing you know what they do to make Adam Cole special? They ring the freaking bell. Oh and, yeah. And yeah, he just he it, yeah. went off on this promo, and it was it was just fucking great because you could see Karrion Cross was like stop (laughs) you can tell he was getting like kind of hurt by it but it was was true it was an it was all accurate shit that's funny so all right jim well to to round it out um who's got the most sizzle most sizzle i have a tie okay Uh, i have a tie between ricky starks and jay white uh i think the two of them are hitting a swing right now uh, and mm-hmm. carrying a lot of momentum forward and and have a shit ton of opportunity ahead of them. I think that um, I, I think that Jay and Juice are they're going to miss on the tag titles. I think the reason you bring the gun club into Bullet Club Gold is so that they could be your tag team. Uh, I think Jay's going to branch off. And especially if Adam Cole wins the belt off MJF, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, Jay White. 
come on, man. Come the fuck on. Um, I think uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction uh, in the finals of the the Owen Hart Invitational. I think Ricky Starks is going to go over. I think Ricky Starks is going to beat CM Punk, and I think that's going to be the beginning of a good push for Ricky. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't think they believe he's, he's world title material yet. Uh, yeah. I disagree with that assessment, but I, I think that is the the read I'm getting. Um, but I think he's absolutely international title or TNT title. And you said earlier, Mike, how do we bring the TNT title back to a place of prestige? Put it on Ricky Starks and give him a run. Yep. You know, the yeah. the, the title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. And I think Ricky That's is right. the way that you, you build that title into something meaningful. No, that was a good pick. And I mean, I think what didn't we didn't we all talk about one of our matches of the week was the Ricky Starks MJF or maybe it was a promo yeah. or something where they and I, what did it, I think it, I, it wasn't a clean, right? It was either a DQ or time limit or something. But I, I remember it was like, these guys are going to run it. If they do it right, this could be a rock stone cold. Oh, yeah. I re- very remember. Like, do you remember that? Like, oh, what yeah, was that? Yeah. I just I can't remember what the match was like, what? Again, just what well, MJ won with the ring, like he used the ring. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, okay. but yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I remember vividly that conversation too of, you know, this is going to be a long term Brett, Sean, Rock, Stone Cold, yep. you know, years and years and years playing out between the two of them. Yeah. No, that's going to be fun. No, good picks, guys. Good picks. So I'll round out by, by my three. So my who to watch. Um, man, I really think this Cole MJF is going to be, is going to blow up and it's, I mean, you can see it. I know it's kind of writing on the wall, but that's where I was kind of referencing with Roddy earlier in my surprise pick when he's like, what's going on with you and MJF? And he's just staring at him. And I'm like, give me a Roderick strong heel. Like there is nothing. If you give me MJF teaming up and you got Roddy as his heater who just mercifully beats the shit out of Adam Cole like, I, it, come on, guys, like it, it's writing itself. And I, I think this is going to be I think it's going to be big. And I think it's going to the, again, the WWE is going to go, whoops, you know, like, mm-hmm. whoops, we really passed. And I think this is going to be it's it, if they do this right and it builds right to the end of the year to this whole, you know, it, it'll be interesting because the whole I don't know if you've I mean, it, it, sorry, not if you've I was going to say if you've heard, but. MJF has been dropping the, you know, what is it? The war for 2024. Yep. Haven't heard anything about it. So to me, it seems like they are okay. You know, it's, this is, I'm hoping it seems like it's, so that's my who to watch. And then to, to your guys's breakout Willow um, was my, it, I think who to watch is just, Oh my God. Caitlin loves her. She's great. When she comes out and she gets in the ropes and she does that, like, ay, 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 like I just, I like, I love it. Cause it's just, it's so much fun. And she like, yeah, to you, Tom, like you, you've got a lifelong baby face there, you know, and maybe somewhere down the road, like a Bailey, whatever you turn her heel, see if it works. You know, if it doesn't, you know, doesn't, she'll it need- just be her thing now. And just, <laughs> yeah, Give her like a weird yeah. mom haircut. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, but, um, no, I think yeah, she's gonna. She's a lot of fun. Um, it's interesting that she lost the the New Japan Strong um, so quickly, but I'm like, I get it. She's kind of transitional. I can see where this is going, and you know, I get it. So it makes sense to me. Um, my who to pass on? I was really actually torn about this, and I almost put it, but I figured to save myself and and I don't know my my doom metal love. Um, I switched it to the trios. Um, 
I just, it's it, to me, it's like, and really where I'm at, it's, it's really, a, it's, it's a disguise for the house of black. Um, I was really kind of hoping for a lot more. And to me, they've just, they've kind of flatlined and it seems like Malachi, like word on the street um, or from what I've heard, he's like opening a gym. So it's like, okay, where are you at right now? Like, why am I not seeing Brody King more? Why am I not seeing Brody Matthews more? You guys should be on TV. I love the, I love the, the, the atmosphere, the lights. Like, I, I love it. Like, this is just me, but like, what is going on? You know, like, I thought you guys were coming. I thought like you guys were going to go away and like, you know, something big was going to come back and happen. And I, uh, really kind of disappointed at this point. And like the whole trios thing is just kind of, eh, you know, that, that, I mean, really, if you think about it, the trios that make it up are what death triangle pox, not back yet. The young bucks, they're tied up with the um, black who combat club. How many times am I going to see Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, best friend? Like, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and I'm sorry. I like what they're doing. I, I, I really hope, what they're doing um, is with Andrade and Malachi, like they're going to have kind of a singles feud, which please, yes, um, there's history there. You can build on that, but that's also going to bring in Andrade. Like it's going to bring Roosh in and we're going to see Roosh and buddy Brody King. So I was really hesitant to put it on it, but I'm like, it's so, but for me right now, it's kind of a pass until something big happens, but well, the, I don't know. The, the, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? The trio's title was almost my disappointment of the year honestly because I, I i'm very disappointed with how they it's 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 forgotten about you know and and i you know i keep texting you guys about it and talking about it and i really i'm not gonna give up on this dream i have that ultimately this this andrade house of black thing is gonna lead to a giant feud between house of black and la Fecciona and gobernables um and then build and again think about how much that would build those titles up and make them mean something as if there's a feud for the six man belts. I would love to see that. Cause yeah, I've been, I do really like trios wrestling and I've been really yeah. disappointed with, with how they've been treating it. So I, I hear where you're coming from. Mike. I definitely understand. Yeah. Cause I, like I said, I, I love the house of black and it's just, that's just kind of my thing. And it, yeah, I was like, I can't say they're a disappointment. So that's why, I, so it's, it's interesting that you said, you know, your disappointment was, um, you know, almost the trios titles and whatnot. Tom, what do you, well, what I do you think? think? I, what are your thoughts? I think that's, I, I agree. I definitely agree with you guys. I think that's kind of like the most, I guess, frustrating thing about AEW is that obviously they have all this talent, um, and I don't want to say that they don't know what they're doing with them, but they allow them to do so much if they're not being used. Like, buddy, isn't Buddy Matthews like the world champ in Australia somewhere? Um, oh, I, I, I mean, there, there was a, there's like a, Brody's Brody does like he does wherever he goes, and he's got you know he's got his tour that he's probably doing too. So it's like that's the it's like the most unfortunate thing about AEW is that like oh they have all this freedom to do whatever they want, but then it like that's they they become forgotten about and they're like oh when it's time to reel it back in and get everybody on the same page because they're all doing various things because you don't use them for television it's like oh yeah, yeah they're oh shit you're right they're the trios champs i completely forgot about it Pac is like i love the guy but i'm always every time you mention his name you're like oh get that it's right he's an aw <laughs> i mean I, I don't mean it as like a as like a you know 
snarky way, but like shit, I forgot about him and I forgot that he, that he's out or if he, wherever the hell he is. And that's just like, I think just uh, that freedom allows them to not be relevant sometimes. And it's just like, I wish AEW would, you know, unfortunately hate to say it, trim the fat and get rid of some people that they're not using. Just let it go. Let them go do, let them run the independent circuit for a while. You know, it's, it's okay. We're not going to be pissed at you. Interesting. I I I want you to run the indies, please. (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe sting and jeff Jarrett can humble themselves a little bit on the indies <laughs> i oh my oh god that sounds terrifying but um terrible. so i'll and terrible I, mike you forgot terrible. <laughs> did i forget terrible yeah sorry terrible, that sounds terrible. no so and i'll round it out with my sizzle um i actually it was from watching collision um and it was a it was a miro promo um and he was hmm alluding to some battle and i i think there's something coming with him and i'm really intrigued to see what they're doing because he seems absolutely unhinged and i think it's great (laughs) he just seems like just this like just i don't know what it is just this gladiator unleashed yeah like i don't know so i'm really intrigued to see i think he's got a little bit of sizzle because he's been slowly building and building so intrigued to see what they're going to do there um and then um, I think we've, we, we've talked about him enough, but, um, Jay, I specifically, well, both of them, not specifically, um, Jay White and Juice Robinson. I, I really think that like, and that's why I was really intrigued to say that, you know, the, 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 this whole bang, bang gang and the bullet club gold is, is a bit of a disappointment. Cause I, I feel like they've, it, there's something different about this. And I, I just, I don't know. It feels like someone is guys, you really got to kind of help turn this around. <laughs> You know, if you want this to continue, you know, you've got David Finley running your Japan, you know, whatever. But it just, something just feels different, you know, because when they you got to remember when the Bullet Club first started, it was what it was Finn and Carl Anderson. And I think big bad luck folly. So I don't know. So you, so you can call, you know, Jay and Juice or Finn and Carl Anderson. And you know who the tag team was that they brought in? It's the Young Bucks. The guns. It just it's so I. It, I don't know. That's why it's like, give it a little sizzle. I, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think I really hope I don't eat my words and it's like suddenly punk is now the leader. I'll be like, God damn it. And like, that's when I'll be like, okay, now I quit and you know, I'll eat my words, but I don't know. I just, even I think both together, I think with the bullet club, but I also think with just Jay white as well, like Jay white and Adam Cole is on. Yes, please. Sure. Like, (laughs) Oh my God, that'll be great. So yeah, but that, that kind of rounded it out. So not a bad list. I thought, you know, we all, I kind of, kind of close, kind of not good discussion and whatnot. A lot more diversity so, than I thought we would have, but, but, it, but all at the same time, reasonable diversity. It was like, oh yeah, I get why you would say that. So yeah, I thought it was. I'm actually was quite surprised, Mike, that you didn't say the biggest disappointment was Vince McMahon coming back, considering how much you love WWE. <laughs> yeah i just well no i mean it was just i was trying to like steer away from the obvious you know I and mean, just try and find something more related to wrestling like I, obvious I fucking i fucking hate that piece of shit but like it just you know i don't know trying to keep it to wrestling and just away from that oh, god i hate him uh tom, tom flies straight into the heart of the obvious hurricane yes. uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well like and it, i don't know maybe we can end it here and whatnot but like it's it's so funny where you know Vin, like it, it truly vince is back at the helm is i like if you heard about this big pitch about holding wrestlemania in uh london 
Yes. Like, really? Really? Because 100 fucking percent, because AEW is, is either has sold out or has, they're very, 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 very close to selling out Wembley. And like, I think so far they're calling it like just alone, like a $9 million gate. It's going to be the most profitable pay-per-view in history. Yeah. 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 Those guys are like, yeah, it's, it's going to be big. And it's just like, are you really? Of course. I mean, that's what he does. He's a businessman. He's a yeah. bitch, but he's a businessman. I mean, it's what he does. Fucking weirdo. Well, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the next six months are going to bring. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. There's definitely some, some big things, um, you know, kind of brewing, but you know, I think we'll end it here, you know, final statement. Um, Jim, what are you, what are you looking forward to most? Like what's your, what's your number one thing that you're looking forward to? For the for the remainder of 2023, you know they still haven't announced any matches for the Wembley show. So I, I think right now that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Is yeah. What What are you actually going to do with this giant fucking stage that you have in front of you? Um, you, admittedly, that's somewhat short sighted. I think it's. I think I'm looking forward to it the most because it's right in front of me right now. Uh, but I, yeah, I think right now I'd have to say most looking forward to seeing what they do with that, Tom. What about you? Uh, Braun Strowman not wearing those red pants anymore. <laughs> uh, I never want to see that ever again. Um, I just ordered a pair for me. <laughs> well, Jim, red looks great on you, by the way. I did. It really, it really accentuates my ass. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you for being beautiful. Um, honestly, AEW as a whole, including Ring of Honor, uh, I think now that they've got, uh, I think that punk shit behind them. Um, I like the two separate brands if that's where they're going uh, and the ring of honor. I, I think it's, I was a little disappointed with where it's, where it was. And now I'm like, I probably say I'm happier, much happier where it's at. And I think it can get even better. And I think you're going to see ring of honor be that new NXT to watch. So I think AEW as a product as a whole has now found their footing and I'm, I'm really excited to see where they're going to go from there. Um, I, yeah, and I'm also uh, to give WWE some credit. I'm interested to see how the the, the ending of the bloodline is going to play out. If it if it does fully play itself out until unless if it's until WrestleMania, which is probably where it's headed. Yeah, is the end. Oh yeah, all will be at the next WrestleMania. Yeah, no, that's it's it's. I'd say with me, it's a comp. It's actually a combination of both. You guys um, is Wembley. For sure, which is it's I think is going to be even interesting is as a company, Tom, like you said, is like two weeks later, they have I don't even think that like a week later, they have all out here in Chicago. And I think going from like a massive crazy gate to something relatively small, it's a big testament to the company to see if they can carry the momentum and whatnot from an overseas market. Like it's it's going to be a big testament for them. Uh so I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then honestly, like I'm I'm definitely curious to see how the bloodline's gonna end. It it I agree with you. It's it's I think it's gonna they're definitely gonna, you know, keep this thing going until WrestleMania. I mean, it it makes sense. Uh so but I, I could definitely I like I could see someone taking the title off of Reigns, and I'm intrigued to see who it's gonna be, even if it's a transitional thing, there you, you know, whatever. <laughs> It's his Oof. time. It's his time. Remember when he time. that? Oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. And then he lost to Jeff Hardy. Uh, well. <laughs>
Well, on that note, uh, you know, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and I think we can say, uh, we'll be back to regular scheduled programming, uh, getting, getting into clickbait matches of the week. And then of course, you know, the spotlighted wrestler who, um, I've got a tasty treat for you gentlemen. It's going to be fun. So finger licking good. As as Dusty would say, it's delicious. That'll wrap it up for this episode, but come back next time for more news, analysis, and of course, Spotlighted Wrestler of the Week. Big thanks for giving us a listen, and a super thanks for subscribing to this podcast so you can have our dulcet tones delivered right to you each week. Feel free to leave us some feedback on your podcast delivery platform of choice. On behalf of Mike and Tom, I am Jim, and we are out. Out.